Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. All right, welcome back. Good to be with you on this Friday afternoon. A little chilly today. Uh, I was watching the forecast, though, 60s next week. We're getting reports that it is snowing in certain parts okay. of the metro. I'm not okay with that. I've already gotten a text saying the same thing. It is not snowing here, but from the text line, honey, it's snowing like the snow. <laughs> Thank you for that. I'm excited to drive in this snow. Followed by the oops, that's KMBZ, did, sorry. Did, uh, did we get a wayward text? Followed by sorry, meant to text the wife. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Snowing like the snow. Uh, we have an update to... Uh, one crime that we've been reporting on for the last couple of weeks, and then Scott has an update on another similar crime mm-hmm. uh, and an arrest in that case, but we're going to start with the uh, mugshot that, ladies, the line forms to the left. Uh, Kansas City man, you remember <laughs> this case that up at Zona Rosa, um, a guy went in to a store at Zona Rosa, tried to walk out with a bunch of merchandise, and then as a clerk was either near him or walking behind him, this idiot turned around and fired a shot at the clerk and shattered his femur. Oh, my. Like, hit the clerk in the shooting as he walks out with, like, $300 worth of clothes. So here's the update today. Uh, this idiot has been charged in the shooting of a rally house employee in the shops at Boardwalk during an alleged armed robbery. Is that Zona Rosa? Help me out, it Sam. It is not. It's not. It's it is street. off of 152. It's uh, across I-29 from Zona Rosa. From Zona. Okay, thank you. This was the rally house over there. 30-year-old Travis A. Miller has been charged with first-degree robbery and armed criminal action. The court entered a not guilty plea on his behalf. He goes to court again December 12th. Miller allegedly walked around the store suspiciously, carrying several clothing items in his arms. Hmm. He was in the store 20 to 30 minutes, not using a shopping cart and carrying as many clothing items as physically possible. Not suspicious at all. Yeah, when he walked past the security sensors at the main doors, an audible alarm was activated before the clothing items still had sensors tags on them. Uh, That's when a rally house employee followed him and grabbed some of the clothing to recover the stolen items. He then turned and shot that employee in the leg. Oh, my gosh. Uh, According to the hospital, the gunshot wound led the leg... um, a severe injury. Femur was shattered and required surgery. Uh, he stole about $300 worth of stuff. They recovered a 9 millimeter shell casing f- uh, from there. And he started running from police a short time later. They took him into custody, found meth in his right pocket. He's currently being held in the Platte County Jail without bond. Good luck with that. He's in Platte. And ladies... Do you want to describe it or do you want me well, to do it? He's a Royals fan. Big sports clearly, guy. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, 
clearly a Royals fan. Loved Rally House. I mean, he... He's stocking up on his Royals merch. Can you blame him? I mean, so, I've never claimed that criminals were smart, but this guy he, made one he, he dumb decision. He wants the clothing to match so the tattoo. He has a teardrop under his left eye, a teardrop tattoo under his right eye, mm-hmm. and then on his Adam's apple. Gigantic. A, it's, it's full frontal neck tattoo of the KC Royals logo. Aren't the teardrops basically just admitting that you've killed somebody before? Did he wear a scarf when he tried to commit this alleged crime, Scott? We, we don't know, Dana. Can you describe the suspect? Big Royals fan. He's... It's tattooed across his throat. <laughs> and then this story from Fox 4. It's out of Lenexa. Two shoplifters have now been arrested, accused of stealing from a Lenexa retailer, according to police there. Lenexa police say two suspected shoplifters, here we go, walked out of a store near 95th and... Quivira. Yep, 95th and Quivira, with a hefty load of stolen merchandise and got away before police could get there. But police were able to get a good description of the suspects. And a few hours later, a Lenexa officer was patrolling when he spotted two individuals who matched their descriptions. Still together. Which, and also, by the way, keep, keep that in mind. A few hours later, they had not left the area. A Lenex officer was patrolling when he spotted two individuals who matched that description. People just say that they do not flee anymore because there is no fear that they are going to be stopped when they are running out with the merchandise. And, and if you missed yesterday's program, we had a lengthy conversation with Platte County District Attorney Eric Zond, about the need in Kansas and Missouri for a law that we do not have that many other states are starting to enact that would separate out normal petty theft from a store, like a kid going in and swiping a candy bar. It would separate that out from the organized retail theft that we are seeing county to county to county with two of the women who are currently in jail in a separate case in Johnson County they had warrants out for them in Johnson, Jackson, Clay, and Platt, all for the same shop and rob type activity. Uh, uh, go ahead. One of the suspects in this story has a felony warrant out for his arrest. He is wanted for his involvement in a shooting in another city. What is it with that area over there by 95th and Quivira? It's just a concentration of stores. Well, true, and and you got the mall over there, and I know I-35 is right next to it, and so is 435. So it's kind of at this weird position where if – I'm not trying to give you guys any tips – there are a lot of highways nearby. Uh, yeah, you can, you can easily get in and get out. But these two allegedly got in and lingered around. And just hung around for hours. Lenexa police say they often... Listen to this. Lenexa police say they often hear complaints about their aggressive approach to shoplifting, saying it's a, victim, a victimless crime. But the agency, Lenexa police, say most shoplifters are experienced criminals who can be armed, wanted for other crimes, often have drugs and are occasionally ready to attack police and store employees. So I will remind everyone, at Oak Park Mall about a week and a half ago, a shot was fired when plainclothes detectives tried to stop someone from shoplifting. Mm -hmm. That person grabbed the detective's gun and fired a shot, narrowly missing a 
child, a little girl sitting in the food court. Who had just yep, left her the seat. The bullet lodged in the chair of the seat where she was sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these criminals we know are roving around the country doing these crimes. Some of them aren't even from here. They are just coming to the areas in town where we have concentrated areas of shopping. In the case in Overland Park, that theft out at 155th and Antioch ended up with a very serious wreck at 119th and Blue Valley Parkway, mm-hmm. shut down the very busy intersection there for two and a half hours, and a woman was seriously injured. Scott, she's in surgery today Correct. from that injury, just trying to get home from work when these mm-hmm. two idiots come flying by, or three, pardon me, come flying by with their stolen stuff and rammed into her car. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Lenexa Police said they have arrested two shoplifters, uh, two armed shoplifters in the area near 95th and Quivira. That is an area where we we see plenty of shoplifting going on here in town. 913-586-7798 here on Dana and Parks. Festivus Friday coming up right after 5. Sam, it's not the end of the world. Just a lot of people criming and thieving, stealing. It's not the end of the world, though. Well, you know. Uh, Police in Lenexa say they have nabbed two armed shoplifters. Now, normally, in uh, if this was 20 years ago, you would think, man, you guys are on the radio in Lawrence or, or Ottawa. I mean, who who cares about the arrest of a couple of shoplifters? Well, Our people is, are getting hurt. This is the new world that we live in. Officer Danny Chavez with the Lenexa Police Department joining us on the KMBZ hotline. Officer, good afternoon. Thanks. Welcome. Afternoon, guys. My pleasure. You know, you know, it's sad and interesting, Officer, that I reached out to you earlier in the week when they arrested those dingbats in Overland Park. There were three women in that car. And, Scott, I reached out to Officer Chavez, and I said, is it possible these are your three from Lenexa? And he said to me, we're going to look, but there are so many groups of these people doing this that it could be a, a completely separate group. And, in fact, in this case, these cases weren't related, Officer. Yeah, I think maybe there's a misnomer sometimes because you'll hear law enforcement use this term organized retail theft. Uh, and, and we'll even sometimes say, you know, gangs of shoplifters or groups of shoplifters working together. Um, maybe it's more accurate to say these are individual cells. So this isn't like, um, you know, when we think of like a like a mafia or a gang where you've got a couple of dozen people who are working together. These are all like splinter cells. So. Yes, sometimes they're uh, hitting multiple stores in multiple cities and we can connect them. But, yeah, the case in Overland Park and, and the one we just posted today on armed social media, they're not related in that respect. When you say splinter cells, splinter cells of what? <laughs> well, individuals who um, together in the, maybe a group of two, three, four, five people who will, um, you know, it's their profession essentially, will travel around the metro to various retail centers specifically with the intention to uh, commit these shoplifting crimes. You know, it seems like in the past people would think of shoplifting as maybe a crime of opportunity. You know, you're at the store, um, you become tempted to slip something in your pocket, and that's not what we're seeing. It's organized in the sense that they, they travel store to store knowing exactly what their plan is to do once they're there. 
Can you talk a little bit about the anger out there, that, that, that the perception with the public that we're just letting all these people just walk out the door because, you know, people are getting shot at and shot in one of the cases a couple of weeks ago. And so for I, I think rightly so, the organizations are telling their employees, don't try to stop these people. It's not worth your life for clothing. But it seems like that's kind of emboldened these groups of thieves to just run around town and do what they want. Yeah, it's a difficult situation because we do hear people that are critical of, uh, you know, stores saying, well, why aren't you doing more to stop this? Well, you said it, Dana. The last thing we want is anybody to get hurt over, uh, you know, a watch or perfume or a pair of pants. It's just we know that that's not worth it. So we don't want to place blame on, you know, uh, store personnel to put their lives in danger to stop this. But as you also point out, the problem is, Specific stores or even entire communities that we've seen around the nation uh, get a reputation uh, that you can go into their store, fill your arms, and casually walk out and drive off without any fear of repercussion. And that's not what we or our uh, surrounding communities here in Johnson County we don't want that reputation here. Officer, uh, is it your experience that these are mostly local, or are they are these groups that are, travel from town to town to town? Yeah, when we talk about the shoplifting, it is primarily local, um, people that live within the Kansas City metro area. We absolutely do see um, different types of thefts that involve travelers. That might be more, and you guys have covered these stories too, your pickpocketers, those are probably more um, traveling groups. Yes. But the shoplifting, the retail theft, um, most of the time these are local folks. Is there any meeting of the minds between all of the police departments and the, the, the district's attorney that say, let's talk about putting some teeth behind a new law that would specifically make this a separate violation? In, in a way, and I gave this uh, example yesterday, officer, that if a woman is stealing a pair of underwear uh, from Victoria's Secret and puts that in her bag, that's not okay. But that would be charged separately if there was a different law with teeth in it for organized retail theft? Yeah, I, you know, I mean, it's, it's a good idea, and, and certainly that would happen at the legislative level. Um, you know, one of the challenges would be, well, how do we define right. organized retail theft? Um, I, I can tell you that local police departments, they do work together, our detectives, our crime analysts, to identify these folks that are traveling store to store, that are uh, frequent flyers, if you will, and uh, keeping an eye out, passing that information to our patrol officers. So we do work together in an investigative and a preventative uh, tactic. But in terms of legislatively, uh, I'm not aware of something like that happening uh, at this time. A lot of the attention seems to be right there at 95th and Quivira, just to the west of Oak Park Mall. Have you guys beefed up your patrols in that area because of it? Uh, Absolutely. Um, You know, and and I think... uh, one of you mentioned a few minutes ago, you know, why this area? Well, it is a heavily concentrated retail shopping area, one of, if not the busiest in the state of Kansas, one of the busiest in the Kansas City metro area. Of course, it has the unique uh, situation that half of it's in Overland Park, half of it's in Lenexa. Um, so you just have lots and lots of people coming there to shop. Unfortunately, that also brings a criminal element uh, along with it. So this time of year especially, we absolutely beef up our patrols, Um, There are special operations that may or may not be happening in terms of, uh, you know, combating organized retail theft. So it's, of course, on our radar. 
Last question I have, officer, because there was some, um, I, I think, anger and confusion over one of the cases where it turned out one or both of the women involved were currently wanted in Platt, Clay, Jackson, and now Johnson for this type of activity. And we were asking yesterday, do you guys all talk to each other? So that if you, officer, arrest someone in Lenexa, is it possible for you to look up and go, oh my gosh, she's also wanted in Overland Park or in Lee's Summit for the same thing? Because we're, like you said, these, these are um, re- regular players, it seems like, that, that are getting out somehow and then going to other towns and committing the same crime. Yeah, and that's exactly where that intel sharing comes from. And our detectives and crime analysts do a great work in uh, networking and, and talking to those other agencies. You know, it's not expected that our patrol officers would be doing that. However, those whose job that is to do pass that info to those officers. So the ones that are patrolling the beats have it. Officer Danny Chavez with the Lenexa Police Department. Do appreciate your time. Thank you for calling in. Always a pleasure to talk uh, to talk to you. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. Yep, be safe. You, you do the same. Be well. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Joe Aaron, we'll get to all of you here in just a moment. Don't forget, today is our final day for Coats for Kids 2023, and the need in this town is great. If you can contribute, please go to KMBZ.com. Click on the Coats for Kids logo. That'll take you to a safe and secured website where you can make your donation. Or just text in the word KMBZ Coats, one word, KMBZ Coats, to 44321. And thanks to you, of course, and to Pinnacle Bank, our longtime partners with Coats for Kids. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, we're doing Festivus Friday. Coming up right after the 5 o'clock news today, the airing of the grievances. We do it every Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock. Uh, Joe in Overland Park, 586-7798. Joe, good afternoon. Hi. Hey, guys. So this was uh, about two Wednesdays ago. Me and my girlfriend, were uh, we went to Oak Park Mall, grabbed a bite to eat, went Christmas shopping. Well, we went to the Target behind it, and Dana, I know I'm going to confuse you here. When we pulled into the parking lot, there was a cop pulling in behind us, and there was one staged at the north side of the store and then two staged at the south side of the store. And you lost. And yep, she's gone. And uh, and I got my. I used to do security, and my like my spidey sense went off. And I was as we were walking up the aisle, and I'm like, something's off. These cops are just staging. 
And no sooner as we got to the end of the aisles, three uh, young uh, black people come running out of the store with, with hand baskets in their hands, laughing. And they were between, I'd say, the ages of 15 to 20. And they come out laughing full, and they go to this car right there parked, running in the handicap stall. And the cops come flying out, flip on their uh, lights and sirens. They take off running, laughing, to the end of the parking lot, double back. I don't know if the cops ever got them. I mean, they were so close to me and my girlfriend, I could have reached out and tripped one of them as they ran past us. And uh, we pointed to the uh, the target guy. was like, I love my job because he was, he was sending the cops after him. And uh, we pointed out the car they went to get into to the the target employee and he called the police supervisor back and said that's the car they were getting into and when we exited the store the car wasn't running anymore and there was nobody in it and the supervisor's police vehicle was parked in front of the store so we assumed they had that person detained somewhere inside the store Hmm. and it's just they were just laughing about it like it was their normal everyday stuff having fun well, it probably is their normal everyday stuff. It's not your normal everyday. It's not my normal I mean, everyday. That's how but... they make a living. I, I just, we, we had, a, I think it was Eric Zond who was on the phone with us yesterday, who was saying, when you go to Amazon or when you go to eBay or whatever, I, I, and I, is eBay still around? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I haven't been on eBay in years. Yeah. Uh, he said, a lot of the time, when you think you're buying something that's just, well, I don't want it anymore and just been laying around the house, you're not. You're buying something that they just lifted out of Target or out of TJ Maxx or wherever. That is what you are buying. Well, but how can you tell a reputable seller from you can't. Joe Schmo running a pyramid scheme of thievery? Right. And, and, and I'll be honest, um, th- this is the one time a year. This is the one time a year I shop online. Guess who was online this morning? Really? You. It's I, you. Me. Yeah. You e- figured out how to turn the computer on? <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Baby steps. Baby steps. Oh, oh. Tis the season, baby. Tis, tis the season to figure out how to work this thing. So I'm online this morning buying a bunch of CDs and T-shirts for my brother for Christmas. Yeah. Because that's what we do. That's our jam. And I have absolutely no idea if any of the stuff coming to my house is legit or if it's stolen. Oh, see, but you can tell when you go to buy those things if it's a reputable store. Something tells me the thieves aren't hitting up the CD aisle. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think you're fine. I think you're fine. I really do. (laughs) Well, I mean, I wouldn't know if they were reputable or not. I mean, they go by bestseller. Or, you know, uh, T.I. Cell. You know, I have no idea who they are. And, and quite frankly, let's be honest, I don't care. We've got a local woman uh, that is going to prison for a very long time. And I just want to show you her mugshot because she is my age, Scott, before we carry on with the story. Do you want me to describe her? Oh, please. Uh, she is um, yeah, probably mid for- mid to late 40s. Uh, she has long, flowing, dirty blonde hair, uh, a little heavier set, but not overweight. Um, she looks very happy. She is smiling ear to ear in her mugshot. And I'm going to tell you why she shouldn't be. Uh, this case comes out of Platte County. Here we go. 
Woman who assisted career criminal convicted of robbing teenager. So this smiling woman is my age and helped rob a teenager, probably someone her children's age, at knife point. Listen to this. A 47-year-old Platte County woman was convicted by a jury Thursday of helping a five-time felon steal a teenager's ATM card at knife point. Rebecca Spots was found guilty Thursday by a jury that recommended a 20-year sentence for robbery and an eight-year sentence for armed criminal action. A previous trial already proved that in February, uh, an 18-year-old by the name of Christopher Mejia held another 18-year-old victim at knife point, demanded his debit card, PIN number, and new details provided show Spots provided that 18-year-old with the knife used in the robbery. Now, Mejia was convicted in 2023, okay? Okay. This was one of those robberies that goes on and on where they allegedly took the kid in a car, drove him to Gladstone. Oh, so this is more than just... At at threat of his life, but she was right right there. Okay. While Spots retrieved the money, uh, this Mejia kid held the victim at a house where the robbery occurred and continued to threaten him. She is going to have to serve 85% of that sentence before she is eligible for parole. The entire crime netted the pair $380. So this is a 28-year sentence. For a 47-year-old woman over $380. She looks like a mom. And again, I'm I don't sure know why you're I don't mom. know why you're smiling, Rebecca Spots. You done screwed up in Platte County. You're going to prison. You're going away for a long, long time. Over $380. I've always wondered about the smiling mugshot. Why do that? I've never been arrested. I've been in trouble with the law from time to time when I was much younger. Um, But I've never been arrested. And I've never had a mugshot. If, If ever some... Police officer said, I need you to go stand over there, <laughs> yeah. okay? Turn Follow sideways. I need you to go stand over there where the, where it's got all these inches so we know exactly how tall you are in case we have to go re-arrest you. You would never see me with a smile on my face. No, I don't feel like I'd be smiling on I that. mean, it would. this would be my face. She's smiling like you just rang the doorbell and to say, trick or treat. Oh, hi, honey. Come on in. Would you, like to, buy some, pride. Would you like to buy some Girl Scout? Uh, you know what? I would. I would. Hi, young lady. Come on in. I mean, I can think of a few select scenarios where smiling in your mugshot would make sense. Name one. Oh, yeah. Uh, you are the victim of years and years of domestic violence and finally do something about that domestic violence. Something to defend yourself, that lady maybe. better be smiling. You probably wouldn't be arrested for that. Yeah, I'm you not going to lie. The, the guy that stole the house on the truck bed. Okay. Now I would. <laughs> he right. better be smiling. Come and get me. Woohoo! <laughs> Woohoo! That's what we do up here in Excelsior. Because that's what Excelsior does. <laughs> we sent him to jail. What a story. Now, My all right, God. fine. Fair point. Fair point. If I'm the guy driving <laughs> the stolen double wide. <laughs> Under the mugshot, I would want a sign that just said, well, I tried. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> yeah, on that one, I would probably smile. Does but, that one even need to go to court? <laughs> no. But on a lady like this where you are going to prison yeah. for the next 28 years of your life. So yep. she's, you said she's 47? 47. So she will get out of prison 
Uh, if she f- serves her full term, 75, so she'll probably get out when she's 60. Got to serve 80%. Yeah, so she'll get out when she's 68. Uh, there is no smiling going on. You're going to spend your 50s and your 60s in prison. Yep. And what do you do? You smile. Looky here. <laughs> I did it. Uh, we're going to do Festivus Friday coming up right after the 5 o'clock news. So in about an hour and 15 minutes, the airing of the grievances, make sure you're tuned in for that. This is our final day. In fact, we're down to the last two two hours for Coats for Kids 2023. If you can help, we could really use it. Our donations are down a little bit this year, and the need in Kansas City is incredible. You, you know that the weather today is extremely cold, and there are kids in our community who do not have a warm coat to wear when they go to school. If you can help, and we've been doing this for years, if you can help, go to kmbz.com, click on the Coats for Kids icon, and that'll take you to a safe and secured website where you can make your donation. And thank you in advance for anything that you can do. Or you can just text in KMBZ Coats. That's one word, KMBZ Coats to 44321. 44321. A huge thanks to Pinnacle Bank, who's been our partner for years with Coats for Kids, and a huge thanks to you for your continued generosity with Coats for Kids here on KMBZ. Uh, 2023 is going to go down in history as the hottest year on record, according to the United Nations today. That just came out on NBC News. Wasn't it Florida several months ago where the temperature was hotter than the average hot tub temperature of the ocean? The water temperature was hotter than the average hot tub temperature. I did not. uh, That was probably a DR moment for me. Mm Yep. Makes sense for it to be DR, yeah. During rehab. Uh, we've got a Brian Laundry Gabby Petito update. Yes, please. What's going on? So for a while now, Gabby Petito's parents have been trying to prove that Brian Laundry's parents no. knew what went on. Oh. Yep. So now they claim that they have proof that Brian Laundry retained a high-powered defense team while he was away in Wyoming. Oh. Nine days before she was even reported missing. Yeah, and, and he's not tracking down a high-powered defense team on his own in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, because they had an argument that was caught on police body cam. He didn't get a defense team for that, I guarantee you. No. So let me and ask so you this. If they can prove, like, what most people believe, which is his parents knew and were at the very least behind the scenes facilitating some shenanigans, what does that mean? Would, would his parents be arrested, or is it a civil matter? Between the parties, like I'm going to sue you for you knew that our daughter was dead. We were searching. We couldn't find her. Wouldn't wouldn't that make you uh, (sighs) an accessory somehow criminally complicit? Uh, It is a criminal complaint that has been filed. Criminal. Okay. I I was going to say, I I would argue that those are criminal charges. Probably Uh, because they asked the parents, do you know where he is? And they replied, no. no. Well, they also claimed that the parents knew that she was already dead. The parents said we had no idea. They claimed that they had the lawyer reach out well, to him. And, and remember, he had gone missing in a park. Yeah. And they knew, or at least had had some sort of 
role. Maybe not an active role. They believed that they had brought him supplies. Remember, right, that's he had a right. backpack that's and a right. bunch yeah, of stuff with that's him. That's right. They saw their family car going through the entrance to the park, despite claiming having no idea where he, where was. he was. Oh, I had forgotten and, about yeah, that. And then remember, uh, like a week or two weeks later, he, uh, remains were found in the park, yeah. later identified to be his. You know what they're, you know what they're going to say, though, and any any good defense attorney is going to say, well, we just wanted to take a walk and we just chose that or, park. Or, or we were we were also actively looking yeah, for Yeah, we were son. looking for the car, maybe some sign. We had no idea where he was. I think they're up to it in their eyeballs, but I think proving that is is a little tougher. The actress Felicity Huffman. <laughs> oh, boy. The actress Felicity Huffman says she paid to have her daughter's college testing scores raised, breaking federal law, and getting imprisoned for two weeks over it because she felt pressed to give her child a chance at a future. Felicity Huffman, an oh, Emmy honey. winner who starred oh, in the TV series Desperate Housewives, expressed that sentiment in an interview that was published by the Los Angeles news station KABC. The interview marked the first time that Huffman has discussed her role in the 2019 scandal that ensnared dozens of prominent, well-connected parents across the United States accused of illicitly plotting to get their children into college. Do you think her daughter's birthday wish every year is for her mom to stop talking about the situation? Yes, because, because she was already the laughing stock when Fel this all came out. Felicity Huffman's net worth is $45 million, and that does not even include her husband Macy's net worth, yes. which is going to be in the, the, the ballpark of that or north of that figure. I think for someone in Hollywood, probably worth a combined $100 million dollars, to say they were trying to give their child a chance when what they really did was take a slot from another child who legitimately wanted a shot at going to that school is at the very least incredibly tone deaf. Do you want me to read the quote or not? Simple yes or no. Yeah, right? lay it on me. You ready? Yeah, lay okay, it on me. Here it is. This is what she said to KABC. She's worth $45 million. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had to give my daughter a chance at a future. And so it was sort of like my daughter's future, which meant I had to break the law. <clears throat> but isn't she also acknowledging that her daughter couldn't do it on her own? Well, I, I think that's already assumed that that's what she's saying. What she's saying is I'm worth $45 million. My husband, William Macy, is worth probably the same amount. So combined, we're worth about a tenth of a billion. And we need to get our daughter into whatever school so that she has a chance. Oh, God. These are her words. Why would she a have chance, said that? This is a direct quote. A chance at a future. Why would you not just say <laughs> that I broke the law? I have paid for that dearly because my, my daughter will never be the same. I hurt my daughter. I hurt my daughter. I, I hurt our marriage. It was an extreme lapse in judgment for which I will never get over. I won't. Mm -hmm. I'll never get over it. I made a huge mistake. Why go down the road of, well, I was just trying to give her a chance and I had to break the law to do it. Oh, my God, you're worth $100 million. William she H was born on third base. <laughs> William H. Macy worth 45 by himself. Okay, so the combined they are $90 million. 90 millionaires. $90 million. Daughter's too dumb to do it on her own. <laughs> well, got to give her a chance at a future. 
We got the news coming up here in just a moment. We are an hour away from Festivus Friday. And don't forget, we're wrapping up Coats for Kids 2023 today. If you can help, and we are back on our donations, go to KMBZ.com or just text KMBZ Coats, one word, KMBZ Coats, to 44321. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.